When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Asked and Answered. Questions. With Tom Opferman and Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Labs, I thought we were going to have our first weekend without any football this past weekend, but then the XFL popped up on my TV screen. Did you partake in any of that action? (laughs) Or should I say in quotes, action? (laughs) Yeah, um, I just, I turned it on briefly just, you know, to see. Um, And... uh, both former Steelers players who turned head coaches lost their games. That's oh, no yeah. commentary on their coaching ability, please. Um, but um, the one thing I did notice, you know, there, there may be a couple of things in those uh, XFL games in terms of rules mm-hmm. that might be worth a, um, you know, uh, I won't say a, a try, but some future examination or, monitor them a little bit to see you know how they end up working maybe they could be implemented uh to fix some things or change some things uh, in the nfl one of them being the kickoffs right you know that to me seemed to be an interesting um attempt to solve you know the two issues regarding the kickoff that being you know not trying to cut down on the injuries uh via the high-speed collisions without you know, eliminating what can be an exciting play. Um, and then the other thing, <laughs> which kind of uh, bit Heinz Ward's team in the butt, that uh, ability, you know, the right. after touchdowns, you can't kick an extra point. You have to go for it, you know, with either a run or a pass, either, uh, you know, depending upon where you put the ball, you, you either attempt for one, two, or three points. And then another thing you know, speaking of kickoffs and things that happen on kickoffs, um, you know, the uh, instead of an onside kick, uh, the team can uh, elect to attempt to convert a fourth and 15. And I saw a couple of those actually get converted. Yeah. You know, and the way the league is, the NFL is now, you know, fourth and 15 is not impossible or certainly maybe more likely than, uh, you know, an onside kick based on the rules. You know, you have to, you know, the onside kick rules requiring uh, the same number of p- players line up on each side of the kicker. Um, you know, you can't get the running start, all of those things that kind of inhibit uh, teams' chances to to recover an onside kick. And those chances weren't even really great uh, before these new rules. So, you know, maybe the fourth and 15 option, turns out to be something that, um, you know, 
juices the end of games a little bit for teams that are trying to come back and the fans wanting to see their teams come back. Yeah, definitely. I think there are some rules that they'll take a look at and maybe even a couple of players that might find their way trickling onto some practice squads next year. But I think the league's going to lose some of its luster as it works its way through the season. It's tough to have a good league when you don't have great quarterback play. I think that's what it always comes down to. Yeah, and, you know, they're going to have to do something to try and put some people in the seats. Yes. Um, Not so much for the, you know, the revenue that it uh, generates, but for the viewing experience. You know, you're watching a game in an empty stadium. Uh, it's just, it's right. not the same. So, you know, we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to see, you know, how the TV ratings react for the first few weeks. Um, because as you mentioned, um, you know, I believe that for fans to get interested in it, they have to uh, either be invested or recognize some of the names that are playing and you know you don't even there's not even um you, you mentioned quarterbacks i mean there's not a lot of marquee names period right you know martavis bryant might be one of the marquee names in the whole league most of them are key was being the coaching staffs i think like the head coaches yeah yeah but you know um we'll see i, I don't i don't I, I don't have really high hopes that the xfl is gonna <laughs> you know, compete with the NFL or, or force another merger or anything like that. Well, let's get to some NFL questions and some Steelers questions. And our first one today comes from Stefan Pisaki from Wilmington, Delaware. And he asks, what's the topic? It's a quarterback question. Of course, everybody it's, should know that by now. It's, it's always going to be a QB question right at the top here. We, we keep our streak alive and we take it seriously. And Stefan's question is hypothetically, of course, Kenny Pickett for Brock Purdy straight up. Do you make the trade? <laughs> no um no i don't uh you know there's there's a reason why a guy is a first round pick in the nfl and a reason why a guy is a seventh round pick in the nfl and um you know kenny pickett was a number one pick brock purdy was uh not a number one pick he was um you know he was the last or no no excuse me Yes, he was, he was the Mr. last Irrelevant, of the nine. Yeah. Right, the last of the nine quarterbacks picked. That's what I was trying to get mm. out of my mouth. Uh, and you know, there's reasons for that. I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of like the um, argument slash discussion I always used to have with fans who were excited about Duck Hodges. You know, yeah, he looked okay in camp and gutsy, and you know, an underdog story and all that happy stuff. But you know. The the league is looking for quarterbacks. Okay, you got thirty two teams, um, and I'm, I'm I'm referring now to Hodges. You had thirty two teams, ninety man rosters, uh, four quarterbacks at least on every roster. He wasn't on one. You know, he only ended up, um, you know, he he ended up making the Steelers uh, after a tryout, and you know the, they they came up short of numbers and you know so they went and got him and then after uh training camp and the preseason the Steelers cut him nobody claimed him then I, all the teams put their practice squads together nobody wanted him i mean there there's there's reasons for this and usually it has to do with a, a raw skill set now i am i understand that tom brady was a 6th round pick okay 
Uh, but, you know, that's like hitting the lottery. Right. Yeah, it happens, but you think it's going to happen to you tomorrow? So um, I wouldn't trade Pickett for Purdy simply because of, you know, the, there, there has to be a, a, a significant difference in the raw skill set, either arm strength, mobility, you know, height, whatever it is that between the two that made that the case. And now you have an, a, a situation with Purdy where he's going to need maybe Tommy John surgery on his UCL ulnar collateral ligament um, because, hey, you know, his coach came up with a great idea of blocking um, one of the great <laughs> pass rushers in the league last year or the backup tight end. Hey, why not? Hassan Reddick versus good. the backup tight end. Great <laughs> right. call, Shanahan. It, it looks good on the whiteboard when I draw it up. So why, why shouldn't it work on the field? Oh, that's right. Okay. This isn't Madden. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make the trade. And now, especially, I don't even know, I'm not wishing any ill for Brock Purdy, but this is not an insignificant issue injury that he is facing rehab, the surgery, you know, all of that stuff. I, I, wish the best for him in his future career, but I would not um, invest in him or bet on him in terms of taking over a team. Pat Flynn from Oakdale, Pennsylvania asks, among the players, which is the more prestigious honor, being named to the Pro Bowl or being voted All-Pro? Can there be contract incentives for both? Okay, just to um, you know, clear things up one it's a very minor thing, but I, I think it's somewhat important. Players are voted to both the Pro Bowl and the All-Pro team. They're not named. Okay, so just so we understand the selection process. Now, in respect to the All-Pro, that's way more prestigious simply from the scarcity of numbers standpoint. So, for example, last year's 2022 Associated Press first team All-Pro team was made up of 11 players on offense, 11 players on defense, and six specialists. And specialists, that would be a one punter, one place kicker, one long snapper, one punt returner, one kickoff returner, and a, a general coverage player. Okay? Now, a Pro Bowl roster, each conference, back when the, in the days when you used to have an actual game, right. you know, I don't know what it is for flag football. I wasn't paying that close attention. But you'd have... Uh, 35 guys each on a, each conference team. And then, you know, then there's also uh, all the players who um, punk out or bow out is a better phrase, bow out because of injury or because they can't play in the game because they're in that other game that they play right around that time. What's that called? Oh yeah. The Super Bowl. Uh. Um, and, or, you know, they're just not interested. And so, that adds on to the number of Pro Bowl players. So just, again, just to reiterate, um, being voted first-team All-Pro is way more rare and scarce, and so to me it's a much more significant honor. And the last part of Pat's question, there can be contract incentives for both being voted to the Pro Bowl and being voted All-Pro, but um, and it's first-team All-Pro too, by the way, that pays the contract bonus. Um, but if they're, you know, in, in terms of the numbers, uh, the all pro bonus would be 
uh, significantly higher. Bob Russack from Hastings on Hudson, New York. Are the Steelers projected to get any compensatory picks in the 2023 draft? Uh, I, I, I don't have high hopes for that. I really don't because the way that works is uh, there's some formula based on, you know, the number of free age, unrestricted free agents that you lose versus the number of unrestricted free agents that you sign. And then they also uh, take into consideration the amount of playing time of the players that you added and lost and the salaries uh, of the players that you added and lost. Okay, so, you know, just looking at it, you know, the Steelers signed a bunch of guys. Mason Cole, James Daniels, Gunnar Olszewski, Levi Wallace, Mitch Trubisky. They were all signed as unrestricted free agents. So let me just throw in this extra name just to uh, clear this up. Miles Jack does not apply because he was cut by the Jaguars oh. and then signed by the Steelers. Those kinds of signings do not factor into the compensatory draft formula either for the player or either for the team that lost them or the team that signed them. So just keep that in mind too. See, I didn't know that. Even I learn something new every day from you, Labs, when we do this podcast. I try. <laughs> Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. (laughs) Jim Winyarski from Nottingham, New Hampshire. The Steelers have done a fairly good job of bringing in veteran defensive linemen, such as Tyson Alualu, Larry Ogunjobi, and Chris Wormley. What are your thoughts around possibly reuniting with Javon Hargrave, and if not, then taking a flyer on Jadeveon Clowney? Uh, Jim, uh, you're not the first Steelers fan to propose the Steelers and Javon Hargrave, you know, get back together. But uh, I don't think, I I really believe the uh, notion of him returning to Pittsburgh is more wishful thinking than actual possibility. Uh, Let's look at Hargrave right now where he is. Um, He's now 30. He turned 30 in early February. He just finished up a three-year contract with the Eagles that paid him $39 million. Last season, regular season, Hargrave started every game, uh, contributed a team-high 11 sacks plus 16 hits on the quarterback. He was part of that Eagles defense. Um, that before the Super Bowl, anyway, uh, was considered the NFL's best. Uh, and it was also the defense that set an NFL record for sacks in a season. Um, now, why would Hargrave want to leave that? And why would the Eagles not be extremely interested in making sure he doesn't? Uh, and even if the Eagles end up, because uh, they're, they're going to have some cap problems, I believe. Uh, and if they end up too cap-strapped to get anything done with Hargrave, I think there's going to be other teams... Uh, interested in an interior defensive lineman capable of putting up double-digit sacks in a season. Uh, so I don't. I just don't. I don't think it's going to be financially feasible uh, for the Steelers to add him. I don't think that you know Javon Hargrave is going to be in a such a situation where you know he might be scraping the bottom of the barrel or forced to take a hometown discount or any of those kinds of contracts. So, you know, I just don't see that happening. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, no interest in that at all. 
under any circumstances. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a great player in college and was good in the pros, but he's just injured way too much labs. He'd have as much impact on game days as you and me most Sundays. Just He just can't stay healthy anymore. Hey, you know, as the uh, producer for the Steelers Radio Network pregame show, you might have a bigger impact. I have more impact. All right, great. Why don't <laughs> yeah. I get paid like him then? Tom Gribben. Well, that's, from... <laughs> that's, not up, that's not up for me to decide, just in case you were wondering. I'll, spl- I'll tell you what. Me and you will go halves. I'll give you half okay, of what great, I get. Great. <laughs> okay. Tom Gribben from McKean, PA. Any idea who will be playing inside linebacker next year? Um, okay. Um, predicting that far in advance, something that's going to happen uh, between now uh, and then, which is be early September or the first weekend after um, Labor Day, um, really is it's, – it's a – low percentage endeavor. Um, but this is what I believe is going to happen. Uh, Mark Robinson, the seventh round pick from Mississippi, the rookie 2022, he's going to get a chance to build on the playing time he was getting towards the end of the 2022 season. Um, and you know, I think that the Steelers are going to give him a chance, real chance to, um, I won't say necessarily win a starting job, but that'll be in the mix. Certainly, he'll start out with a more uh, an expanded role right. on the defense. Um, so, you know, he has some things going for him in terms of the physical nature with which he plays. He's a he loves the contact. When he hits people, the pile moves back, falls backwards instead of forwards. Um, but you know, we also you have to understand that Mark Robinson only played linebacker one year. In college, you know, he was a fullback mm. until his final year in college, and so he's really learning, you know, the position and learning defense. Even I mean, you know, uh, there's some things I'm sure that you can translate uh, in terms of, uh, you know, being a fullback and what that requires, and you know, the find uh, your opponent after the ball is snapped, you know, and, and deliver a hit uh, while you're moving you know, the athletic skills that that requires. Um, but there's so many things about defense that is different. I mean, his instincts, he has to build instincts. Uh, because in, in an NFL game, too, you know, the other team is going to understand your inexperience in terms of the, you know, basics of defensive play and try and show you things. You know, they'll try and trick your eyes, show you things that you think are going to lead to something when in fact they lead to something else. Uh, and so it's going to be a, uh, a process for him, but I do think he has enough of the raw skills and um, the fact that he was getting more and more playing time at the end of the season indicates to me that, you know, the coaching staff, um, Mike Tomlin in particular, see some things in Mark Robinson that they like. And so I think uh, this off season is going to be really important for him. And, uh, one, this is one of the things that I would say is going to be critical for him. He's got to be able to stay healthy through the off-season program and then into training camp. Because if he can do that, then he can practice every day. And if he can practice every day, then he can continue to develop. But if he gets some, you know, um, soft tissue injuries or, you know, God forbid, even something more severe than that, and he's spending a lot of time watching well, that's going to just uh, slow his development maybe to a crawl. So he can't have that. If he doesn't, uh, I think he's an interesting guy to keep an eye on. 
Scott Sweeney from Hickory, North Carolina. Do you know if a Chase Claypool for Roquan Smith trade was discussed with the Bears? Uh, the Bears were, had no interest in a player-for-player player trade for Roquan Smith. They wanted picks. They wanted multiple picks, uh, at least. And, um, you know, so they got that from the they got that from the Ravens. The, the, the Bears do not make a Roquan Smith for Chase Claypool trade one-for-one. One. I have a feeling you're going to love this next question. Todd Walker from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Do you think a red challenge flag will soon be able to be thrown on unnecessary roughness calls in the NFL? Referees are human, and there are huge game-changing missed calls. Let's delay the game even more, baby. More <laughs> reviews is what the people want. They really don't. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd like to um, have conducted a straw poll in the stands on December 24th uh, <laughs> when the Steelers were playing the Raiders. And it was minus whatever degrees uh, in the bowl of Akershire Stadium, and asked them what they thought of, you know, a, a referee going and staring at a, a, a Microsoft Surface for I don't know, five or ten minutes, uh, trying to figure out whether it was offsides by the defense or false start, you know, by the offense. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm in favor of uh, better in-game officiating. Uh, I think the in-game officiating in the NFL is arbitrary and inconsistent, and the holding penalty um, in, in the Super Bowl that kind of iced the game for the Chiefs is a prime example of that. It was something that wasn't called consistently the whole game and then was called in that situation. That's the arbitrary thing you know, I don't like about officiating. Um, but you know, more replay is not the way to do it. Got to think of something else. Patrick Cheney from Heartland, Michigan. Do you think that if the Steelers can play like they did the last half of the season, they will have a chance at making a run in the playoffs next year? Um, I kind of think they have. I'm going to say they're going to have to play better than they did in the second half of the 2022 season to make the playoffs in 2023 because unless we forget, uh, the Steelers didn't make the playoffs in 2022. So how they played in the second half of that season, ultimately wasn't good enough to get them into the playoffs. Now you can say, well, you, you know, you hope that they don't dig themselves a hole and all like they did go and say, okay, fine. You know, um, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, everybody would have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you got to be better. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. So playing the, the, the goal, the aim, should never be to duplicate uh, what uh, you just accomplished or, you know, put out there for um, judgment because even if you win a championship in that season and if you just do what you did the next year, it's probably not going to be good enough. Douglas Piper from State College, Pennsylvania asks, kickers have been getting credit for the points scored during extra points forever. What do players get credit for statistically during a two-point conversion? On the Kenny Pickett to Deontay Johnson conversion on January 8th, I assume Johnson gets statistical credit for scoring two points, just as Chris Boswell would for one point. But what about the other stats? Does Pickett get a completion? Does Johnson get a reception? Does Johnson get the two yards receiving? Uh, no. Uh, just like, as uh, Douglas mentioned, uh, the kicker, uh, gets credit for the 
scoring the point for a successful conversion. So Deontay Johnson gets credit for scoring two points for that successful two-point conversion. Uh, there are no other statistics involved in the play. Uh, Pickett doesn't get a, uh, a pass attempt and a completion and two yards. If it's incomplete, uh, he doesn't get hit for you know, an attempt but no completion and no yards. If he throws an interception, that doesn't count. None of that counts. Right. It's a conversion. Whoever scores gets the point. All the other statistics associated with the play uh, are not recorded. And our final question today comes from Eric Martinez from El Paso, Texas. He says, love asked and answered. You should let us reply. Make it more interesting. Oh, wow. So you love it, but you want to make it more interesting. Okay, Eric. Um, no, this is not a talk show, Eric. Uh, <laughs> Tom can help you with that talk show thing. If you want to be on a talk show, there are talk shows for fans who are interested in the, you know, the give and take with the host. Give a call to uh, Double M. I'm sure he'd love to talk to you, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, this is not a talk show. It's called Asked and Answered. People ask, I answer, uh, and that's the end of it. And also, just as a, a public service announcement, I am not a licensed therapist. So uh, not necessarily just to you, Eric, but to all uh, interested uh, fans who want to submit me long rants uh, about their opinion on something and then counsel them in some way. Um, I'm not interested in that. I'm not any good at it. You have a special filing it's, cabinet for those ones called the trash can. <laughs> uh, no, it's, 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 I'm looking at the button right here. It says delete. <laughs> on it. Yeah, that's how I handle those. You already have to deal with me talking to you during this podcast. You don't need to throw in any more, you know, stomach aches like that. <laughs> Speaking of stomach aches, you feeling any better? Yeah, I feel better. We didn't do an ask and answer last week, and the people were, I heard from them online. They were at my digital doorstep with pitchforks and, and flames asking for one. But, yeah, I'm feeling much better. Thank you for asking. Yeah, well, you know, next time, fans, just get in touch with me. I'll be happy to give you Tom's address. You can go right to his house <laughs> with the pitchforks and the torches. As always, thank you for sending in your questions and making it a fun Asked and Answered. We will be back again next week, so get your questions into the labs now. Maybe you'll hear them read on our next edition. For Bob Labriola, I'm Tom Opperman, and this has been Asked and Answered. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.